0: Love
1: Talk Radio. Tune in to Conversations with Doctor D. Evan Young. Join America's leading relationship expert Good evening, America. Today is July seventh, 2013, and welcome to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. I am Dr. D. Yvonne Young, and tonight we have one heck of an interesting program for you. I have a degree, one of my degrees is a master's degree in metaphysics. The question that I'm asked constantly is, uh, how do I bring those things into my life? those things that will make me happy, those things that will complete and fulfill me? How do I get myself from this point A that I don't like to this point B, which I think I will love? Well, there is a there is an answer to that question, and the answer to that question is you first must utilize some laws. There's There are several types of laws out there, as we well know. The law of gravity, if we drop a penny and we drop a five-pound weight, and you happen to be on planet earth from any height they will both hit the ground at the same time and the reason for that is that the law of gravity is no respecter of circumstance nor person it is what it is and it works how it works Another example is there is divine law, and those laws are the laws that God put on this planet to help mankind not screw himself totally over and not destroy the world in which we live. Then we have those natural laws, the laws of earth, the laws that will not allow a seed to be planted, nurtured, and not produce something. Then we have man's law, and I think some of us know about them because all of us have cousin Pookie is in jail for doing something stupid Or maybe you've been pooky, So we know if we violate the laws of man That we will definitely have a problem And then there are those universal laws And those are the laws that just work anywhere Whether you're in heaven and in earth or hell These laws will not escape you Now the beauty of law is that it is no respecter of person. That's why when we look at the justice scales, what is justice? It is blind. She has a mask covered up, and it's not because she's having some kind of kinky party. It's because she does not pick favorites. Ladies and gentlemen, laws are just that. They're set in motion to make sure that those of us who abide by them will get our just due. Now, you're saying I mentioned all of those laws, But one law in particular is what we're going to talk about tonight, and that is the law of attraction. Now, for some of you, we don't have a clue what that is, and no, it does not mean someone is looking at you, licking their chops, thinking that you're cute. That is not the law of attraction that I'm talking about. As a matter of fact, for some of the folks that you're looking at and licking your chops at, it should be probably against the law. But we're talking about a different type of law of attraction these laws of attraction are have been set in motion. they were there. if we could just imagine this the day that you were born, a ladder was set up to help you escape from this world now i don 't mean that we 're going to climb a ladder and a ladder and literally go into the clouds, not that what i 'm referring to is There was a divine component of your being. You are a being that was fashioned from nothing and made into something, just as everything on this planet has that same origin. We've heard the phrasing, call those things that are not as though they are. That is far more than a cliché. We are living that out daily. As a matter of fact, if you look at what you're wearing right now, that dress, that shirt, those drawers, even you have on, were not existent. They were an object in somebody's mind, and they took that, that thought, put a pen and paper to it, as as in one text says, see the vision, write it down, make it plain. And somebody did exactly that. After they designed that which you're wearing. The next thing is they got off their behind, picked out a material, picked out a fabric. They even paid attention and realized that even though this is the way that I envisioned this in my head, when it was time to put it on a model, they had to make adjustments. So those dreams and those things that you can see, even though they're in your head, you will probably need to be permeable so that there can be some adjustments made in your favor. And after they made those adjustments, they took that which was not and it became that which was. In other words, part of this law of attraction has a great deal to do with you manifesting things in your life that are meant to be there, and they are there, but they're just not in a form in which you can see them. But after you listen to tonight's program, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to change all of that. I've been asked on several occasions, uh, doing radio and television, even print interviews, what made me write my latest book, and that book is called Another Chance. Where would you be without one? Well, it's real simple. Uh, my publicist, Paul Krupin and I talked about that project when it was yet an idea. And a couple of my mentors, and, I, and you know, we were all discussing – book The Secret I think some of you may have heard about that book Rhonda Byrne wrote that book a few years ago and there was a nice little movie about it and it's titled The Secret if you haven't heard of this you probably have not been on planet earth but in the event you haven't just Google it you'll find it and the one thing that I loved about Rhonda's book and the presentation within The Secret is that she put this statement there and it's very powerful The statement says everything is possible. Nothing is impossible. Now, what do we mean by that? Well, I'm going to take it from a biblical point, and I'm quite sure some of you will have your own reference points for this, but God said with with all things, you know, with all things, as long as you have God involved, all things are possible. That is so true. What we fail to connect in that premise is that the God within us is the catalyst, it's the trigger, it is the inspiration and the source of the things that you are meant to have in your life, the things that belong to you, because God wants you to have things. Now, the question is, do you want you to have things? And even better yet, why do you want you to have things? And that's where this conversation is going to come uh later in the program I have a uh, special guest that is um he, he brings a wonderful component to this because even in the year 2013 God still gives us visionaries and prophets that can see that which we cannot see and tap into basically helping be a guide star for us. Now, I am not talking about one of these silly 976 people where you call that number and give them your credit card and get pimped for, because you. they ask you, well, let me guess, you're breathing, you're not dead, and you go, yeah. You know, it's not anything like that. But I think tonight we're going to master and get a pathway for you to have this perfect law at your command. Now, let me describe a little about these laws of attraction. The, the first this law of attraction is limitless. Uh, every second of every day, we each create and attract whatever it is that we want into our lives. The beauty of this power is that it obeys our every command. It's uh, like in Wanda's movie. For the secret, it is it is like a genie in a bottle, and it never fails to work Now, but there's some issues here. To consciously use this power, you must rid yourself of some baggage. All of the greatest human beings who have ever lived used this exact same power to realize their dreams, be it Martin Luther King, Socrates, Mother Teresa, this secret law of attraction, is always answering the, sub, the call of the subconscious, and right now it is answering your call. As a matter of fact, believe it or not, what you do not realize is that your conscious mind is only responsible for about 10% of your activities and your daily thoughts. But the laws of attraction, they work in the conscious mind, obviously, However, they work far more in the subconscious mind, and that's going to make some of you say, well, why in the dickens am I wanting prosperity and I have poverty? Why is it that I want to feel loved and I'm all alone? Why is it that I want to be well and I get sick? I've got the answer for you. It's because in your subconscious mind there are things that you believe far more than you believe in your conscious state. Now, what do I mean by this? Well, I'll give you an example. It's because you worry. All of the time, your natural instinct is to worry. It's kind of like a, I'm going to call it a dysfunctional side effect of taking on grown-up responsibilities. And we learn this from everybody else. You know, we grow up, we watch aunts, uncles, our caregivers. What do they stress about? Of course they stress about bills. They complain about going to work. They uh, always have anxiety, frustration. Somebody's always talking about something je- about, about somebody being jealous or something. Just whatever stupidity floats the boat, we get in the boat and float right with them. And what I have to tell you, America, is that we get everything. We get everything we want. And here's the funny thing. The exact opposite of that, which we don't want, we end up getting even more. And, this, and here's why. Our emotions are associated with this exhilaration, with this abundance of chaos and this abundance of distraction. Our emotions typically are residing in a pool of poverty, and I'll and I give an example of this. I was at church today, and uh, the, the sister bought the message, and she made a comment. She said, you know, we could walk into a room, tell everyone in there that as of right now, You are going to have a blessed life, and everything in your life is going to be exactly the way that God planned it, and it's going to be better than anything that you could have wanted. And there will be at least, and I I may be stretching my numbers here, but I'm willing to guess and say there will be at least 20 to 40 percent of the people in that room that will, at, at a core level, feel like, nah, that can't happen for me. Because we just anticipate the worst We don't expect love We don't expect things to go our way Because it is so much easier To be prepared for failure Than it is to be prepared for success Getting the laws of attraction to work for you You must rid yourself Of that predisposition That instinct And that psychology that you operate from that allows you to embrace the lesser of things. You know, mediocrity is the worst of the best and the best of the worst. I have to ask you, America, how in the hell can that be good? The law of attraction is where positivity exists. The law of attraction is your friend, and even up to now, you may have unwittingly used it against yourself. But you are every bit as capable and deserving of achieving great things and experiencing all the love and all the excitement that this world has to offer. There's nothing that can possibly stop you, no matter what your current circumstances are, but yourself. Now... By learning and applying the secret laws of attraction, you're going to free yourself from that emotional prison, which most of us have been born and raised into. You will break the chains of doubt, and tonight on this show, we're going to make sure that not only am I going to give you the step-by-step directions to get you going from the pit of poverty into the Palace of Prosperity, but also to get your mind. There's an old saying on a record uh, that I love to hear. It's called, Free Your Mind and Your Ass Will Follow. Well, Julia, if you could get that music ready to queue up, we're going to take a quick 60-second break. You're listening to Conversations with D. Yvonne Young. If you want to get in on the conversation tonight, Call us at 646-478-5610, that's 646-478-5610. When I come back, uh, my friend, psychic medium, uh, Fernando Morones is going to be in the house with us, and we're going to talk about the art of manifestation. We'll be right back in about 60 seconds. And I have a very, very um, – I'm very honored to have a good friend in the studio with me tonight, uh, Mr. Fernando Moron. Fernando, tell us a little bit about what you do, and welcome to the show, bro.
0: Hey, D. Hey. I, well, you know, I – obviously, I'm a psychic medium, and what I do is I, I, I tend to tell people that I connect with their energy. So when I first meet someone, I will try to connect with the energy of that person because – you know what they look up, what they look like on the outside really doesn't have any bearing. It's where they where their being is at. That's what I'm interested in. Um, and after I connect with their being, then I can tell a lot of information about them. And it actually is a good indicator of what's coming up for them in their lives. And uh, you know it's it's kind of like a forecast. It's, it gives me a chance to tell them, hey, this is coming up. Do you want this to go this way, or do you want to shift your energy and maybe maybe bring something else about? So. Uh, it just depends, and also, you know, with with people who pass away, um, they don't, you know, just disappear. They go someplace. They they're in they are still in existence. They are just in a different form. So I'm kind of a translator. I, I I connect with their energy and try to filter that down to those here in the physical world to pass on messages of, of, of you know, of forgiveness or hope or just helping them understand exactly what I'm being told I should give. So that's pretty much what I do.
1: Wow. Here's what I I want to connect some dots because people are going, okay, laws of attraction, attraction, psychic medium, how in the hell do those things go together? (laughs) America, let me give you this. Energy can never be destroyed, but it can shift into different manifestations. It takes forms. Uh, for those of you that are empiricists out there, you know that uh, energy cannot be destroyed. So what uh, the reason why I wanted to have Fernando join us this evening is to, first of all, that, you know, you can't turn off the law of attraction. So whether you believe in it or not, uh, it doesn't matter it's going to work for you or it's going to not work for you depending on what you believe. Uh, Fernando, there's something that I say that really tapping into the spirit, and tapping into the ability to bring about manifestation via spirit. And that's pretty much what, in my opinion, I think that's what you do is you help people's spirit link up with their purpose. But it isn't about getting new behaviors and new habits. It's about taking command of your thoughts. Could you share with people how thoughts become things and how the spirit is always trying to pull you toward the greater part of manifestation?
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, most people, I, you know, and I can only really talk from my, from my perspective. I grew up in, in a very poverty-like state. You know, I came from a poor family and single mother working, trying to raise, you know, myself and my siblings. And we really were taught that you have to really struggle in your life and you have to work hard. And, you know, you really, it's very difficult to accomplish anything or to really get anywhere. Um, and most people have this sense of victimization. It's, they're, they're brought up with the, the sense of victimization in their lives. They're victims of their lives, of circumstances, of events, of their families. And so we go through lives just being victims. And so instead of, you know, being in control of things, we're walking around just being subjected to them. And, um, you know, many, many years ago when I was young, I had my first experience with the law of attraction where I was, you know, I was isolated from a lot of people. I didn't have a lot of friends. I really kept to myself because I was quite different. So uh, I just kind of kept to myself, but I was very lonely. And I didn't want to be lonely. I wanted to have some sort of friendship, companionship. So every single night for two weeks, you know, I'd go to sleep, go through my whole ritual as I slept, and uh, I would pray. And uh, before I went to sleep, I would ask God, you know, hey, I'm really lonely. I would really like some company. Would you please... Gift me with a a kitten. I would love a Siamese kitten, if that's not too much to ask. I know you can do this. I know you have the capacity to do this. You you can work miracles, and I really would love to have some companionship. So for two weeks straight, I went to sleep, and before I went to sleep, this is what I would ask God for. Well, two weeks went by, and uh, I was in you know at home just watching TV like a normal uh, normal teenage kid, and uh, my cousin showed up at my front gate and. She's just, you know, shaking the gate, let me in, let me in. And I'm like, okay. So I went out to let her in. And uh, she's like, hey, look what I found on the way, you know, on the way to your house. And I said, well, what did you find? And she opens up her palm, and there in her palm is a Siamese kitten. Not a black and white kitten, not a black kitten, a a Siamese kitten. And she said, you know, I can't keep this. My mom won't let me have a cat. But do you want it? And that was just, I I was in complete just amazement because, I was asking for that, you know, I'd asked two weeks in a row for that, and so that was my first real um, experience with Law of Attraction, and since then, I've just been, you know, hungry to understand, how does this work, how does this work, and as I got older, you know, I saw the Oprah show where she talked about the secret, and that just piqued my interest, and after that, it was just, as much as I could get, my hands-on, dealing with Law of Attraction, with manifestation, I read, I absorbed, and I accumulated, but, you know, it, the biggest key to making this work is most of us come in with a mindset of victimization, and you have to shift that. You have to shift your energy from being a victim of your life to being the master of it, to being the chooser or the creator of it, and you have to accept that power. And, you know, if you look at the Bible, I mean, it says, you know, you have free will. You're given the, the power of free will. And most people don't understand how literal that is. The power of free will is not just making a choice. It's taking a choice and accepting all responsibility for it and taking control of that. And that's where the big shift comes from, going from the victim of a lifetime to being the master of one.
1: That is so interesting, Fernando. I can recall... Uh are several conversations that you and I have had, or even my producer and Julia and I have had, where I'm constantly reminded it's whatever you think. The, the universe is constantly going to give you more of whatever you're choosing to focus on within your emotional perspective. Um, I know for a fact that you have successfully accessed this universal power countless times before, and it's resulted in the manifestation of life, as I've seen, especially with you uh, on many occasions. I have called and sat down and talked with you, and and I swear, America, I am not saying this. This is not a made-up story, but uh, Fernando has told me things. That uh, and and again, I want I want to clear this up with you guys. For for you nuts out there that are religious zealous that are thinking, "Ooh, this is witchcraft." That's a bunch of bullshit. Uh, this is God still helps us. He's not dead. He used prophets in the past. He uses them now. Um, his gift of discernment. The only term I could think of was psychic medium, but it's really a gift of the spirit, and it's a gift from the Holy Spirit of discernment, and it's put there. So when we are off track, we can get in touch with our current situation. Um, But going back to the story, I was talking to Julia one day, and we had a situation uh, within my company where I had to make a decision and just say, you know, what should I do about something? And Julia said, well, you know, use the laws of attraction. Whatever you think, that's what you're going to get. And my thought process really, Fernando, kind of went back into what you are always saying, is that I did not focus on a person. I did not focus on on a, uh, a thing. I focused on my outcome. And when I thought about what my outcome was and what I wanted was I wanted my company to operate in a spirit of love, prosperity, peace, and harmony. And when I focused on that, all of a sudden, the person that was you know that needed to be gone circumstances came about they were gone, and it was like you know going into an old funky house and you put free breeze and open the windows i mean it was a breath of fresh air in in our in the life of my business and in my practice. Fernando, what would you suggest? That people do, because in the next segment, we're going to come back and talk about the steps toward manifestation. But before we go to break, Fernando, give us some advice. Where is the starting point to start clearing the runway for these things to work on our behalf? I
0: think the starting point is you have to know who you are and who you want to be. Because you go through life and everyone has a story. You can repeat your story countless times to countless people. Oh, you know, my mother grew up and she did this to me, or my father did this, or this is what happened when I was seven. You can go through life and repeat your story over and over and over again. And as you repeat that story, not only do you, do you uh, identify yourself with those traits and qualities and that energy – but you also basically are sending a prayer to God saying, this is who I am, this is who I am, and God will, will you know, listen to you and say, okay, this is who you are. You're my child, I love you, and I want you to have what you choose. And you are receiving what you choose, something to reflect back to you what you're choosing to be. So the first and most important step when you go into the law of attraction or manifestation of laws, you have to choose who you want to be. You don't have to be the person you grew up as. You don't have to continue to make the same mistakes in your life. You don't have to continue to be bound by the the uh, the the energy or the, the the personality traits that people place you under. You don't have to be that person. You can be someone else, but you have to make that choice. And you have to know who you want to be. That's first and foremost the, the most important key to moving on with this. Because if you, you if you don't. If you choose to just stay the same and really live by the circumstances of your life, then nothing will change. Absolutely nothing.
1: Okay, you heard that, America. That's Fernando Moron. We're going to be back with more with uh, more Fernando. But I want you to hear this before we go to break. If you are unhappy or unsatisfied with your current situation in any area of your experience, you can change it. But no one can do this for you but you. Nothing can save you except yourself. So. Here's what I want you to think about What before we go to break. First, go get a pen and paper because you're going to need it. Second, these and all these emotional choices and all these feelings and thoughts that you have, the change to start using the law of attraction, as Fernando just said, it's going to have to start from within. And the secret to making these successful choices and these successful attractions are going to come with you learning how to use your mind, to abandon fear and take control of your destiny. With that said, you're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. If you want to call us, you can hit us at 646-478-5610. We'll be right back in 60 seconds with more of The Art of Manifestation. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. We'll be right back. (laughs) Welcome back to our program. Uh, we have a heck of a show tonight. We're talking about the laws of uh, of attraction and how to use utilize them. This show is called The Art of Manifestation. Now, the question for many of you is going to get really simple. Um, how can we make this thing happen? How can we? Well, I'm going to give you the answers to that. Get your pen and get your paper out or your iPhone or your computer. You know I'm old in country. I'm saying pen and paper and half. You don't even carry such items. But here's the starting point. And, Fernando, jump in and just add your two cents to these steps. First, I'm going to start by identifying just five simple steps that, in my opinion, that I advise my clients to use just to get everything clear, get the cobwebs out, and take the baby approach toward this. My first thing is... Sit down or lie down in a calm place where you won't be disturbed. Close your eyes and just be in the now, be in the moment. After you do that, when you find yourself relaxed, visualize what it is that you want to see manifesting in your life. And I didn't say sit there and have some kind of little weird fantasy, but just in the simplest way. Sit down, chill out And relax And see the manifestation How does it feel? What is it that you want? Why do you want it? And put your energy Toward that for no more Than three to five minutes Because if you go ten minutes What I found with people Is that you will start thinking Of all the reasons why this isn't going to come to you And the minute the very second that you start doubting what it is you're asking for, you just basically destroyed uh, it from coming, and you just hindered the path. Fernando, would you agree with that?
0: Absolutely. You know, when you get to thinking about something a little too much, you start to break it down, analyze it, and then you go back into worry mode. And the point is to get out of the worrying mind and go into the faith the faith place where, you know, you're not worried about it. You know how it feels to have the things and you don't have any worries in the world. You know, that's the, that's, that's what I, I completely agree with that.
1: Okay. Here's step number two. Now for about just maybe a minute between a minute and three minutes, clearly, clearly visualize what you desire. And I'm going to give you an example because I know I've got some folks that is like me, country as hell and hood. So, you know, most of us are visualizing a stack of money right about now. Uh, some of you are visualizing that your spouse look like uh, Denzel or uh, somebody else. And no, no, people. Let's start with some things that are actually going to bless more than you. So let's visualize your gift. Are your talents being used? Because what I've learned in this step toward that first visualization is bless what God has already blessed in your life. God hasn't blessed you to get another bag of weed. God has not blessed you to go get a new weed. God has not blessed you with a new job. You know, you're not even coming to work on time with the damn job you have. So what I would suggest that you start with is something that is going to work well for you, that you have already been given chase over here's where a lot of us get using the law of attraction, really jacked up. We want our creator to give us and furnish us with more when we're not already working well with that which we have. So in my opinion, and I'm going to ask Fernando, you, you please jump in when you get ready, but in my opinion... I think that the first thing that we should ask God to give us in terms of attracting something is clarity, and let's attract some clarity to our lives and attract into our lives the purpose that we're put here for. What do you think about that, Fernando?
0: You know, it's funny because I tell people all the time, you know, the first thing I say is go watch the secret. You know, you have to understand what what's, what's happening here so you can gain some control of your life again. After they watch The Secret, the first thing they're doing is thinking about the things they want, not about how they want to feel about their lives or who they want to be. And so when they get fixated on the things, they get so focused on the things that, you know, God doesn't really care about the things. God cares about you and how you feel and what you want to be and who you choose to be. And when you're so fixated on the things, you know, there's really no substance to it. There's no real interconnection with you about those things. So... It's really about starting to begin to change the way you feel. And then everybody just, we all want to be happy. You know, it's all what we, want. we all want to be happy in our lives. So focus on being happy. And the, the way you get there is, not, is about changing the way you feel about the things in your life right now that are causing you distress, that are causing you concern. You have to change that and get out of worrying about those things and feeling better about them. And, and so once you start to feel better about the things in your life, it's like a big door that you just slam open and God can start to bless you with so many other things. And I am talking about the things that you've been waiting for. So it's just, you know, you've got to change the way you feel and change your being. And then you and then you can get to the things later on. You know, the things are just the cherry on top of the the ice cream. You really want to get the good stuff first.
1: Cool. Uh, would you suggest this? And, and I think, uh, Fernando, what you're saying to people, and I think we're both kind of going in the same uh, direction on this, is how in the heck, even if you did get the million dollars you want, if you did get that new car or that new lover or that new house, if your head is still stuck on stupid, you know, how <laughs> is, you can't keep doing the same stuff over and over again and expect a right. different outcomes. Because that's why most people that win the lottery end up broke a year later. Would you agree Correct. with that, Fernando?
0: That, that is so true. You know, most people who do win a lottery end up broke because they go through that. Oh, my God, I have money. And they just start spending it. They don't really think about it. Um, you know, there, I, there's a woman who actually did – used the law of attraction and won the lottery. And her name is Cynthia Stamford. She, what she used to do before she won the lottery was she, she gave, and that's all she used to do is she'd given a lot of, of, of resources away to you know UNICEF and so forth, and her brother had died in the car accident, and she took on raising his family for him as well. And so she was at a place where she was about to lose her home, and her own kids as well as her brother's kids, we're going to have no place to stay, and so she connected with God and began working on manifesting a lottery win. And sure enough, 30, you know, a few, few months later, she won the uh, lottery that she'd been wanting. Now, not only just any lottery; she uh, she asked for a specific number, and she got that number. And guess what happened after she won the lottery? She gave half away. She gave half away to her family. She began uh, charitable organizations. She began nefertiti Productions, and uh, she gave a huge chunk away to just charity. So you know she didn't keep it. It wasn't about the money. It was about the opportunity. So you know she brought in an opportunity into her life, and she utilized it the way it was meant to be utilized. So if you if you follow the core of your being, if you line up with who you want to be and 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 what you want to do in your life, God will bless you. But if you've not changed any of the ways of of of, of you know of having a welfare mentality or whatnot, you're just going to end up right back in the nothing you started with, and the blessings will go unutilized.
1: Wow. Now here's going into step uh, the third step. After you've done this visualization for let's say maybe you know that little minute to five minute period of time I was talking about, smile and forget about it. Go about your activities. Don't try to think much about what you pictured. And here's why I'm telling you this. If you dwell too much on your desire, there's a good chance that the negative thoughts about it will come right back. And here's an example. Uh, if You may think, let's say you've been riding the bus and you're on public transport and you're just visualizing that you're going to be blessed with this car. next thing you start thinking is about your credit rating. And then you start thinking, well, how can I get the car? Now, all of a sudden, what you have done is you've taken something that you put out in the spiritual realm, and now you've involved you and your tripping and your fears and your stuff. And then you have to wonder, okay, well, why isn't this coming to pass? Because I hear people always ask me, um, you know, why did this happen? And I say, well, you know what you did? You created a self-fulfilling prophecy. And that's what I meant by the subconscious mind coming in and derailing everything that you're hoping for. Because in your subconscious, that's all this crap that you've heard, that you've experienced. It's kind of like that thing that if you ever go and tell someone you want to do something, uh, most of your friends are not going to, to your face anyway, and some of them will, to your face, fully support you. What they're going to come up with is, well, what you're going to do if this happens well, you know, if it was me, you know you got a good job, why do you want to go start a business? I mean, there are times that even you have to tell yourself to shut the hell up and don't don't in any way hesitate to tell your friends and relatives that too, because if you think way too much about what you're asking God to bring into your life, you're going to start thinking that his resources. Are similar to your resources, and that is certainly not the case. What do you think about that, Fernando?
0: You know, when it comes to you know when you when you start to grow, when you start to expand, and you start to be blessed by by things in your life, you can't help but go back to your your default training or your default mindset. And being raised by family, you know, most people are lonely. They don't want others to be to do better than them. They want people to. To stand by them and be with them in their own misery, and and so sometimes when people begin to move forward and to expand and their lives start to change, their family doesn't want them changing, changing and moving beyond them. So they start to try to bring you down because they they don't want that to happen. And you, going into default mode, start to do exactly what you know what we've been trained to do, which is to think like a victim or to start to second guess ourselves or to start to to analyze and think too much and worry. So it just, it just really depends on what you want to do, you know, and it's a choice. and But going into worry mode, I mean, I can head to the store and, or head to an appointment and uh, think I'm going to be there on time and so forth and I'm not going to have any problems getting there, and I'll be there in five minutes. But if I've already had a day where things are not, you know, are a little rough and I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to be late, oh, I'm going to be late, and I start to worry about that. I start to get the scenarios in my head as to what's going to happen when I get there because I'm late. All of a sudden, I hit every single red light or something happens and I have to take a detour. And so had I just said, you know what, I'm not going to worry about it. I'll get there on time. Let me put a song in the, the radio that will help me cheer up or feel better because I need to feel better about myself right now, and and, and doing that will change everything that I'm about to go through. So Definitely.
1: Okay, here's number four. In the Word, it says, seek wisdom diligently daily, be at the gate. It says, pray unceasingly. Now, I'm going to apply a biblical principle to the laws of manifestation. Consistency. is is paramount in making manifestation take place. So on the next day, and I'm not going to just say do this two days in a row, click heels three times, and you're in Kansas, Dorothy. It's not what I'm saying. You're going to have to do this for a, a few days, but on the next day and the day after that and the day after that, I want you to, again, just visualize your desire coming true. Now, this is step four. Visualize your desire coming true. Again, close your eyes, relax, and clearly feel the feeling of excitement and happiness that you would sense and think of your desire, not as it is going to happen, but that it is already happening, and you are just participating in the steps along the way. And again, after you have this visualization, don't dwell on it, just repeat this process and let it go, and you may have to do this for a few days. Would you agree with that, Fernando?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, You know, a lot of – sometimes when I mention visual, visualization to people, they cannot – they can't do it. They say, I can't do it. And it's just, it's not that they can't do it. They're just not accustomed to imagining or pretending that something is different than the way it is. You know, some people can be very cynical. Some people are very rooted to the issues in their lives. And to think of it differently or better is beyond their – capability at that moment. So what I tell people is, you know, you know how you think of a memory and you go back and replay the events in your head. Well, do that with the situation, except change the way it's playing itself out and just, you know, just imagine it differently. Pretend that it's different. You don't have to accept it as reality, but just pretend that it's different for right now and do it over and over again until it becomes a possibility in your mind. Because you want to shift the thinking of this is not a possibility for me to, you know what, maybe this could happen. Maybe this can happen. And you know what, maybe this is how it could happen. So definitely visualization is an a, a important role in the art of manifestation.
1: So, and and I, I think if I'm hearing correctly what you're saying, Fernando, is don't place your limitations on what God or your creator can do. Would that be a good way to to place Correct. that?
0: God, you know, we're human. We try to see and look at things from a human perspective, and we can only understand things from that human perspective. But so when you look at God, that's a completely different story. There is no box. God doesn't fit in a box. God doesn't fit in a circle. God has no limits, and you have to make that an understanding that there are no limitations to the power of God in your life. So, if you, a limited being, can open up to the unlimited potential of, of God, then Anything is possible.
1: Yeah. Now, here's number five. If you have followed this process correctly, and, again, I'm going to reemphasize this, I'm not saying think small. I am not saying that God cannot give you a new car or you can't end up getting that new job, or even the love of your life. But there's some things that I want you to pay attention to because here's how we blow things. First, we have a preconceived disposition as to how we think things are going to take place. And we are so damn wrong. It is ridiculous. We're wrong as two left shoes. Uh, Things are not going to happen the way that you probably think. You're expecting God to come and knock on your door. He's going to come and tap on the window. Uh, there's going to suddenly be an opportunity for you to get a job, and you're going to be like, you know what, that's not the job I asked for, but here's what you don't see. What you don't see is that the job God is trying to give you is going to come as a result of you being on that job. Here's what you don't see, that new Apartment, That new house, the love of your life is going to come by you being permeable and being flexible to things that are going to happen in ways that you probably never dreamed or conceived. I'm here to tell you the laws of attraction work in very interesting ways. Anyway, here's what's going to be up. We're going to take another break. We're going to come back in about 60 seconds. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. My guest in the house today is psychic medium Fernando Morone. And the thing that we want you to know is with God, all things are possible. So we will be right back in about 60 seconds talking about how you can attract that thing that everybody wants, money. We'll be right back. Von Young, we're going into our last segment here. I have my guest Fernando Moron with us. We are talking about the art of manifestation and the laws of attraction. Now, I want to just say to you, America, first. Someone would probably ask, can you really use a divine law to attract a physical pain? Well, I can tell you this. I read somewhere where God said, and above all things, I want you to be in health and that you prosper even as your soul prospers. And I don't think he was talking about getting candy necklaces. I think he was really talking about money. So, in fact, I would venture to guess that 99% of everyone that discovers the law of attraction did so out of their desire to manifest profitability of money in their lives. Now, this is not so because money itself is the most important aspect of life. It's because the lack of money is the most commonly excused for us not living the life we want. And with that stated, I want to talk about this, Fernando. We can fully use the laws of attraction to attract anything, and that includes money. Now, but here's the thing. Earlier in the program, we said that everything is thought. Before anything is created or experienced, first, there must be a thought. Thoughts lead to feelings. Feelings become moods, habitual emotions, or responses. And finally, thoughts solidify themselves into your subconscious. Keep hearing that word, ladies and gentlemen. Your subconscious has beliefs. And here's where I I want uh, Fernando uh, to comment on this. Fernando, in my opinion, beliefs are things that are learned, programmed, and over time they're accumulated through exposure and repetition. But it sometimes can take a lot of work to reprogram your subconscious. But if you are willing to do it, it can be done. And I believe that to attract wealth, you must begin by having a wealthy state of mind. Would you agree with that?
0: Absolutely. Uh, You know, I grew up, you know, my mother was on welfare for a while, and we did we did that route for many many years. And I grew up with the state uh, with the idea that money was bad, you know, and only people who were bad or evil had lots of money. And I really had to go through a process of shifting that thinking in me because anytime I saw a dollar bill, anytime I used money at the store or I paid a bill with money. Anytime I received money, I had feelings about it. I had thoughts about it. And I really had to go deep within myself and start to make a habit of thinking about money differently. And instead of seeing money as something that's the root of all evil, like some say, seeing it as just as we see food. You know, we need food to survive. Every day we have three meals. Some people have seven. Some people have one. But every day, every day we have meals Uh, and we we use food to survive. And money is no different. We need, in this world, in this economy, on planet Earth, as a human being, you need money to survive. And if you start to change the way you feel about money, then you'll start to think about the limitations that you've placed in yourself for
1: so many years. Okay, I'm going to say this. America, to manifest anything, money included, we have to have a desire for it, which obviously means that, There is a lack of something, and in this case, we're talking about money. So as a teacher of the laws of attraction, the immediate action that I tell you to take is that all negative feelings you have harboring towards money, stop it. You must (laughs) understand and accept the fact that your present circumstances and financial duress, if it is present, is a direct result of your conscious as well as your unconscious thoughts and feelings regarding money. You know, and I'm going to say this, and I hope you hear this, America. If you want something expensive like a new car, a dress, then stop the immediate reactionary, emotional, uh, the negative feeling that you think when you really, because what you're sending out, every time you have doubt, you're sending out a clear and a powerful signal to the universe that, you know, you just, I just don't have just enough. You know, uh, you know, you get back what you put out. If the universe sees you operating out of scarcity, that's what you're going to get. And I'm going to share this, Fernando. I've made a, a, a pledge. I guess maybe it's been going on a little over maybe 120 days now. And what I understand is there's a spiritual law of sowing and reaping and some people call that tithing. So what I did, I made a commitment, and I said, God, I'm going to give X number of dollars to my church every month, and I'm going to be honest, America, I'm just going to keep it real. So IRS, if you're listening, haha. but I'm going to keep it real. <laughs> here's, here's the truth. I gave way more than what would represent 10% of my income. As a matter of fact, I was tithing on the, the belief that I'm going to tithe what I want my income to be. In other words, uh, here's an example. Let's say that number is $1,000. That means, God, I want to make $10,000 a month, so I'm going to tithe $1,000 a month, even though I'm not making, but let's say maybe $4,000, $3,000, $5,000 a month. But no matter what, come hell or high water, I am going to make that commitment and keep it. Well, I'm going to tell you, America, there's one thing that says in the word you know that God will not buy and that's about sowing and reaping and sowing into his into his kingdom which is the world that we live in meaning kingdom meaning he's he has dominion over what we made him king over so if you made your creator king over your life he's got dominion and therefore that's the kingdom and when I did that Fernando I kid you not bro my income has been climbing consistently with my ties to the point that in this relationship of sowing and reaping, I've had to increase my giving beyond my original commitment because now my income is actually reflecting that which I am sowing. So what I want to ask you, Fernando, and you just uh, take it, the beauty of this law is that it works both ways. The universe is intended to work for you without fail as easy it is as easy it is to feel negative about money with a little practice. you can feel the opposite. So, what do you suggest that people do to begin having this flow of increase in their lives as it relates to the law of attraction? What would be step one, step two in your opinion?
0: you know step one is definitely you know choosing who you want to be choosing how you want your life to be and then that that there you know you go into step two i think which is really making a list or doing a vision board and some people don't even know what a vision board is but it's basically a board where you take pictures of things you would like to have in your life or of events you would have you would like to experience like a a wedding or a, a partnership or having a child, if you're trying to conceive a child, you know, or having a a happy marriage, having a picture of a happy couple, you know, you get those, you take them, you cut them, you put them on this board and you see it every day and you start to program yourself to to understand that this is who you are and this is what you are. And that's step two, just really understanding who you are, what you want to be, and starting to see it every single day as a reminder, as a constant reminder. The thing about money is money I think is one of the hardest things to shift in people because it's such a deeply rooted issue for, for most people. And one of the first things I like to do with people when I'm explaining the law of attraction and money is I, I explain the law to them, they get it, they understand it, and then I say, okay, I take a dollar bill out of my pocket and I hand them a dollar bill and I say, here's a dollar bill. I want you to keep it. And immediately they're just, oh, no, I can't do that. I didn't, I didn't earn it. I didn't do anything. Okay. To, 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 they, just, they go ballistic. And some people... I mean, even to the point of having, like, they really want to have a breakdown over taking a dollar bill that doesn't belong to them. And so I I said, look, you you know, this is, and to soothe them a little, I say, you don't have to spend this. You don't have to do anything with the dollar bill. Do me a favor and hold on to this dollar bill and hold on to it for me. And over the next few weeks, over the next few days, over the next month, I want you to make peace with the fact that this is your dollar bill. And it's going to be a process, but you have to, every time you see it, remind yourself, this belongs to you, you deserve it, you're entitled to it, you don't have to work for it, you don't have to earn it, and you deserve whatever blessings the universe can give you. Make peace with just having this dollar bill. And once you've made peace with that, then go ahead and give it away to someone and for, for no reason at all, just to give. And that way they can begin the process. So you have to shift the way you receive blessings in your life from the universe, and you have to you have to shift the way you give things. You know, some people only give when they have to give. And you really want to give because it's your nature. It's your nature to give to others. Because when you give to to others and it's your nature to do that, you're sending a massive prayer to God saying, I have more than enough to give and I'm giving away what I get much, uh, you know, plenty of, and I am in no way, shape, or form struggling to have this. So that's another way of trying to shift the way you feel about money. Um, and, And I think the last step and the most important step with really trying to manifest and bring something into your life is you have to feel good about it, and you have to feel it in your life. You know, it's one thing to visualize, but to really feel differently because this is already in your life is the most important key because you're making it solid. You're, through your feelings, through your emotions, you're, you're creating this. You're making it and calling it into this world. So by feeling it in your life every day, even if it's a lie, even if in the beginning it's a lie, you made up a story of how differently you want things to go and you're kind of being delusional about it, No one, you know, don't worry about what other people think. Worry about what you feel about this and if you have to be delusional about it. But really, really, really think about it, feel good about it, feel it in your life. And sooner or later, something will come about and the universe will just transform before you and things will come your
1: way. You know, uh, and and what you're saying is so true because I I could just hear, I have my best friend is a city councilman at a city called Prairie, but Simeon would tease me. They have in uh, Houston, Texas, uh, where my primary residence is, they have this little cheap restaurant called Timmy Chan. I can hear him laughing at me now, and I know my producer, Julia is trying to probably just stop from having a hair curl. But I would always take my cheap butt to Timmy Chan, the Golden Corral. I'm not saying for those of you that love the corrals and the Chan, hey, keep going there because, man, well, I was broke when I was in college, and that's where I would go eat. So I had to lose this poverty mentality, man. Every time I looked up, I was always looking for the dollar meal, always looking for the win. I always wanted someone to give me the hookup and what have you. So when I started actually living a life filled with blessings and abundance, I had to let go of that hood rat mentality, man. And <laughs> I'm going to tell you what started happening to me, Fernando. I would walk places. And I would see like a penny on the ground, dude. And I swear, y'all going to think, you cheap ass. No, I'm not being cheap. I was spotting, oh, my God, there's a penny. I'm not going to let that be wasted. Let me pick that up. And then, okay, well, here's a dime. Let me pick that up. And the next thing you know, just as recently as yesterday, you know, I I saw a guy in need with his kid, and they were getting ready to buy something. I I went in my pocket like, hey, dude, here's 20 bucks because I remember when somebody did that for me when my kids were little, and I started realizing that, you know what, I didn't even consciously know when this ship took place, how it took place, but I have finally stopped operating out of that spirit of lack and started operating in abundance. So, America, here's what I'm going to tell you. Think of abundance and feel thankful for all the money that you have. Dare to dream and own your desires in your mind as though you have access to unlimited resources, i.e. money. And in doing so, you will indirectly manifest money into your life. Now, here's the thing, and, and Fernando will probably agree with this. Stop thinking about what you don't have instead. Build the habit of feeling grateful for what you do have. To manifest money by feeling the love and gratefulness you have, feel with all the money you want is what you already have now. Because if money is really your top desire, I'm going to tell you two different things. Put a number on it, but don't limit it. In other words, I I can say this. One time I said, God, if you just give me 50 grand, and He gave it to me. I mean, I really I had this settlement and I got it, <laughs> and I swear uh boys and girls the money was gone like in a year and a half so i prayed again Well, god give me so and so and now you know what i had to learn fernando quit asking for what i want and open up myself to receive all that god wants me to have what do you think about that
0: you know uh it's funny because i, I will talk to my sister now it's my sister and i are very different from the rest of my family i think they look at us as, as, as if we're weird but we're also very successful, and so they're, they they just want to know what we're doing differently. And we try to tell them, but they think we're just talking, you know, out of the sky, I and mean, we're not really making any sense to them. Um, but I can remember back many years ago, and I used to tell her, God, if I could only just buy a laptop, I think my life would be so much better if I could just buy a laptop. You know, and that was a big event for me many, many years ago. In our one little one-bedroom apartment, and uh, this past year, I went and I bought everybody uh, iPads. I bought, you know, my sister an iPad. I bought her, you know, her partner an iPad. I bought my partner an iPad. I was just buying people iPads, not because, you know, I wanted to to them to have iPads, but I could do it, and I knew that hey, why not? This is this is for fun. Let me just give them iPads, and so I bought them iPads, and it made me feel so great. And so it, it really just depends on how you want. To, to approach this, I mean, just shifting the way you feel makes the difference. It really does make the difference. you uh, Going from a, a state of, of lack and of scarcity and of victimization to a, a state of control and power, I, you know, just a few years ago when, when I first really started to, to dive into this and understand this, I was living on the, you know, uh, floor of my mother's apartment. I, you know, just gotten out of a better relationship. I'd lost everything in that and i didn't know what to do with my life and i just was sleeping on the floor and i had a conversation with god and said look this is what i need i need to get back on my feet and this is what i want i want to have my own home i want to have a family you know i want to have a beautiful a great car a new car i want to be a, 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 a i want to have a better job and so forth within the year within the year of practicing what i had learned so much about I had a new house, the first house I've ever had in my life. I mean, my mom and I were moving constantly when, when I was younger. This was the first real home I ever had in my life. I had a new car. Uh, I had a, a promo- I got a promotion at work. And I met uh, someone who has just been amazing, and I've been in a great relationship ever since. So I got everything that I wanted, and that's just because I shifted that part of myself to, to think differently, feel differently, and do differently. And ever since then, I've just stuck to it religiously. You know, it's it's still sometimes I get myself because, I mean, I was you know, poor most of my young life. So sometimes when, when let's say yesterday in the store, I had a $100 bill in my pocket, and I thought I dropped it, and I was like, oh, my God, I, I dropped a $100 bill. And then I had to catch myself and say, wait a minute, it's just a $100. You can make it up in an hour. You can you make it up tomorrow. Don't worry about it. $100 is going to come back to you, and you, you can give it away if you want. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. It's just $100. It's nothing more than that. And so you, you still have to catch yourself from time to time. So this is not like, a, a, you know, a 10-step program where, you, you know, you, you do something and it sticks. It, it, this is more like a patch. You have to keep reapplying in order for it to stick and doing it every single day consciously.
1: Man, that's really good. Uh, We're about to wrap the show. This hour has gone by so quick. Fernando, if somebody wants to get in contact with you, how can they reach you? They
0: can reach me. The best way to reach me is just to go to my website at
1: www.fernandomarone.com.
0: That's M-A-R-R-O-N.com. And all of my contact information is on there.
1: Oh, man, well, it was uh, it was fantastic having you on the show tonight. America, I just want to wrap this up and give you some pointers. We're going to be getting out of here in a couple of minutes. But first things I want you to do is definitely go and uh, hit Fernando up. He is phenomenal. Uh, the, the guy definitely can see things into the spirit that most of us cannot. But go and get the book. Another Chance, Where Would You Be Without One? That's my latest book. It picks up where purpose-driven life and the secret and conversation with God leave off. And if you don't have the secret and if you don't have purpose-driven life and if you don't have, uh, you know, Rich Dad, you know, if you don't have any of those books, Get them, man, because knowledge is power. Lastly, thank you for listening to the show. We'll be right back at you live this Wednesday at 12 noon. And, boy, do we have a show. I'm not even going to tell you about it, but I can just tell you this. Um, you know, light skin versus dark skin. We're going to really go there with that conversation. And I'm not talking about Spike Lee's movie. We're talking about the 2013 version. But this has been Conversations with Dr. D. Von Young, the art of manifestation using the laws of attraction. America, I love you. God bless you, and you guys have a fantastic week. See you soon.